This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 53. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm recording this from Eindhoven today in Holland and it's my first time, believe it or not, my first time ever to come to Holland. It's about 45 minutes on the plane from the UK but for some reason, I'd never made it across. But here I am. It's really nice to get to know Holland a little bit. I was in Amsterdam yesterday, which was great. Uh, meeting up with my friend Jan van der Aert uh, later on this afternoon. And this weekend, I'm going to be heading back to the States because there's loads of great stuff going on in, in New York. And if you live in the New York vicinity, you're going to want to check some of this out. There's the Polyglot Conference on the 10th and the 11th of October. And then we're running some workshops the following weekend. Um, if you're interested in any of this stuff, I'll put more information in the show notes, which will be at IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash episode 53. Uh, today we've got a great question from Lene who asks about how do you start speaking when you don't have much vocabulary? But just before we get into that, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, the wonderful italki. And italki is the place where you can get native speaker teachers online via Skype at any time. You know, it's the most convenient way to start speaking, which is the topic of today's episode. If you'd like to get a free lesson, simply head over to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's dive into today's question from Lene. Hi, Ollie. My name's Lene. I'm from the US and I'm learning Japanese. I am a beginner, but your podcast has convinced me that I should be speaking to people anyway. And I want to do do that through Skype, but all of the materials that I've had for learning Japanese have started with vocabulary that centers around restaurants and bars and shops, things that aren't going to be useful on a Skype call. So how do I f- develop my vocabulary? How do I have a wider range of things to say so that I can hold a conversation with a native speaker online? Uh, is it a matter of looking up individual words and stringing them together or is there a better way to widen the range of subject matter I can talk about? Thank you very much. Okay, Lene, thank you so much for that question. It's really, really important because, you know, when as soon as you get over this hurdle of actually starting to speak with someone, your whole world opens up. Your language learning takes on a completely different uh, completely different momentum, character, because you're actually speaking the language rather than just learning it. And I think this also highlights one of the big, I don't want to say misconceptions, but preconceptions about about language learning, which is that we use textbooks and courses to gather all this information about the language, learn all about it, and then only then can we go on to speak. And I think the the main thing that I want to say to you is that speaking in the way that I talk about it, and you know, you're, you're, it's great that you've picked up on this thing of you, you want to start speaking as soon as possible. The important thing to say is that the way that I talk about speaking is not kind of going out there, sitting down with some random native speaker, and then just kind of performing in Japanese, you know, just talking in Japanese as if it was your mother tongue. That's not what I'm talking about. You're going to get there eventually, but in the short term, what speaking is for me is finding a person who you like spending time with who can help you with your language. Right? 
You don't have to speak only Japanese. You can use English. It's perfectly okay. In fact, you know, when I first start having conversations in another language, I'll often use English because, although it might feel a bit like cheating, actually, it gets you started. And getting started is the most important thing. So, there's a difference that I want to highlight in between two things. And the first is learning to speak. And I think that's what you've been doing up until now. So learning to speak is, like I said before, studying, 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 and then eventually speaking. I like to flip it on its head and call it something different, which is speaking to learn. Speaking to learn. And what I mean by this is right from the beginning, you're speaking and you're spending time with native speakers. And that's your engine for learning the language. Okay? There's a big difference. The, with, the, with the first one, learning to speak, your focus is on, is on study. On the second one, speaking to learn, which is the way that I look at it, the focus is on actually speaking and using the language. And then from that, you learn. And the huge advantage with this method is that you are speaking right from the beginning. So although it's a little bit tricky at the beginning, as you, you know, you have to, you're just getting used to actually having conversations and speaking with someone, what happens is very quickly you get comfortable speaking. And this is huge because it means that then you can go off and speak with anybody and it's not a big scary thing for you because you're already comfortable with it. Okay, so really getting started is the big thing. Now your question specifically was how can I start speaking when I don't have much vocabulary? Well, this is precisely why I call it speaking to learn. Okay, because if you take the, the other model, the learning to speak model, you're never going to be ready. You never know enough vocabulary. There's always more to learn. So by finding someone that you like working with, someone that understands what you're trying to do, it doesn't matter if you have no vocabulary in Japanese because all you need to do is explain to them what you'd like to learn and then they tell you. All right? So let me give you three things that you could take into your first, your first session. And this will, this will sort of demonstrate to you how you can do it without worrying about your vocabulary. So the first thing you can do is you can take in 10 questions about your target language, okay? 10 questions about Japanese. It could be, you know, why do people say blah, blah, blah? Or why do, um, how do I conjugate the verbs? Or whatever it may be. So 10 questions about Japanese. The second thing you could do is you could take in 10 things you'd like to be able to say about yourself. Okay, so it could be, Hi, I'm Lene. I'm 25. I'm from Canada. I'm just making, making those things up because I don't know any about any of those things about you. So 10 things you'd like to be able to say about yourself. Take those in and then just simply ask your, 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 your tutor, now how do I say those things in Japanese? And then the third thing you can do is just think about some difficult situations you've had using the target language. This is particularly good for people who already live in the country or who have traveled and you can so you can think for example all right i was in a train station in japan and i remember i wanted to ask for this but i didn't know how to do it and so you can just simply ask your tutor well how would you say that in that situation all right so we've got three things here we've got 10 things you want to be able to say about yourself 10 questions about your target language and then a few difficult situations that you found yourself in using the target language Okay. And just choose one of those, make a little list, and take that into your session with your speaking partner or your tutor or whoever it may be, and just ask them about it. 
Okay, ask them about those things. It's as simple as that. You can use English all the way through. It doesn't matter. You're not cheating if you use English. Remember, the most important thing is simply to get started. And as soon as you get started, everything else becomes easier. All these doubts that you've got at the moment about, you know, oh, what if I don't know the word for this? They will, they will completely disappear because as soon as you, because you, you know, you find someone that you like to be with, you find a tutor who you, who you like, who understands your situation. You know these the all the kind of thoughts about uh, about worry or embarrassment they they disappear because you've got someone you like who's sympathetic who you can work with and so after the first session from then on it just kind of it goes very organically and the the, the simplest way to do it really is to take take a topic approach so you, you you would say okay I want to be able to say these things about my family or I want to be able to say these things about my job and then you simply ask your tutor how do I say this? How do I say that? Right, it's as simple as that. And you know, when I'm first learning a new language, I do a lot of that. And it's, it can be quite slow at the beginning. But hopefully you can see that if you do a lot of this, you end up being able to say things that matter to you, things that are valuable to you. It's the polar opposite of what you get in the textbook, you know, ordering food in a restaurant, asking for directions. You are learning stuff that you want to be able to say that's relevant to your life and and you're learning you're getting feedback from the person so you're learning to to pronounce the stuff correctly you're getting used to interacting with native speakers it's the single most powerful thing that anybody can do to start to start learning a language and in terms of where to find people to speak with well you've got lots of different options you've got um, professional teachers which I don't recommend at the beginning because Really, a professional teacher for a beginner is really no different to a textbook. You know, you can just get the same information. You can get uh, an informal tutor, who is someone who is, you know, basically a native speaker who's who will practice with you for a bit of extra cash. Or you can get a conversation partner, who where you do a language exchange. Either one of those is 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 fine. There are some great places out there to find find these people. My favourites would be italki.com. There's Verbling as well, and conversationexchange.com is a great place to find people in your local area if you prefer to do face-to-face um, sessions. I'm going to put links to all of these in the show notes, along with some special, uh, some, some special discount codes as well that you can get. Everything will be in the show notes at iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash episode 53. Okay, now in your particular case because you're learning Japanese uh, I don't know what kind of textbook you've got because you mentioned there's a lot of restaurant stuff you might like to have a look at japanesepod101.com because they've got a lot, a lot of really good stuff and a lot of good dialogues as well and dialogues are great because you can uh, you know you get to listen to people talking and you get to model that and I've actually got a, rev- a comprehensive review of Japanese pod 101 and a guide on how to use it as well. I found it to be a very, very good resource for Japanese. And if you'd like to check that out, uh, simply go over to the show notes at uh, iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash episode 53. All right, so I hope that helps. There's obviously a lot more to it, but getting started is the single biggest thing. And so I hope you can kind of take this, run with it, and and, and find a way to get started because you, you know there will be no looking back after that. 
So thank you so much for your question. I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, italki, a fantastic place to get started with speaking. And if you'd like to get a free lesson with a native speaker teacher, simply go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash start speaking. If you'd like to ask me a question, any kind of language question, then you can go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash ask and that will take you to a little widget where you can record me a question from your smartphone, from your from your desk, wherever you wherever you happen to be. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to mention a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And today, I have got a, a like a video and a guide for you, which is all about how to start speaking, how to start how to start taking your first baby steps in speaking. So, if you if you haven't started speaking your target language yet, if you'd like to start. If you'd like to find a native speaker to te- to to speak with who you actually like and enjoy, and have those first important speaking sessions in your target language, this is for you. So simply head over to sixty second fluency test dot com. That's sixty six zero second fluency test dot com, and there's a cool little video and guide there that will help you get started. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.